The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. What a filthy job. Could be worse. How? Could be raining. What do you do if you know in your heart that you're just settling in a job that you don't like? You have to get up every morning. You hate looking forward to the day. You don't look forward to it. And how do you not settle? How do you even take the first steps to start thinking through, doing the hard thinking to say, do I want to change jobs? Do I want to change careers? With me today is Jean Maroney. She has her master's degree in psychology from Carnegie Mellon University. And she has her master's degree in electrical engineering from MIT with 10 years of experience in the engineering field. And she's also received her graduate training in philosophy from the Ayn Rand Institute. Now that's a lot. Psychology, philosophy, and engineering. And she's put this all together and specializes in tackling hard thinking. So think in your own life. Where do you have difficult problems in your own life? And I want to welcome you to the show, Jean. Thank you, Ellen. Now what happens, let's say that I am in a boring job and I don't enjoy it at all, but I don't feel like I can leave. And this did happen to me when I was at at, uh, the university. I was a research assistant, and at the Mm -hmm. beginning, it was fascinating. I learned how to use a polygraph machine. I learned how to give tests on infants. And then three years later, I was dying. It was so boring, the same thing day in and day out. And yet I felt like, how do, you, how do you get yourself out of that type of a rut and move on and recognize that you have a problem when the job was cushy, it was a nice job, mm-hmm. had benefits. Mm-hmm. And was convenient in many ways, probably. Right. Right. Well, I think that this is a classic hard thinking problem, which a lot of people face. And the first thing that I would say is to try to diagnose, well, what is the problem? Why is it hard to figure out a solution to this problem, which you're clear that there is a problem? Now, in your case, it sounds like when you looked at ways either to change jobs or to uh, improve this job, it sounds to me like you went blank. Would you agree with that, Ellen? Yeah, it just seemed like it was overwhelming. That was the first thing. It was just, it's too much to change jobs. It's too much effort, and I have no idea where to begin. That was the blankness. Uh Oh, okay. Well, that's actually, those are are two interesting and related, what I call technical problems in thinking. Both blankness and overload are, if you run into either one of them when you try to think about a task, it's going to shut down the process. You need something to think about, but not so much that you're just completely overwhelmed with the details. Let's start with overloads. You were in a situation where you felt overload at the idea of trying to think of an alternate job. It was totally overwhelming. What do I want to do with the rest of my life? That's Mm -hmm. what it was. What career do I want in life? Right. So you were looking for a long-term solution. Well, the first thing to do whenever you feel overload is switch to paper. Switch to thinking on paper, and in fact... Start writing down those things that you're overloaded by. You know, there are probably 10, you know, it it feels like there are 100 different things in your mind, but there are probably only 10. You can write them down on a piece of paper, and an amazing thing is going to happen as soon as you put those 10 things down on paper. Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. Ugh, I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. 
Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. And an amazing thing is going to happen as soon as you put those ten things down on paper. Your whole mind is going to quiet down, and you're going to start being able to look at them and think about them. Can I try that with you? Sure. So if I were to put down, I may not do 10 just for time's sake, but if I were to say at that point in my life, I'm saying I want a career. Mm -hmm. That I identified. I don't know what it is. I think I... It might be psychology, it might be going back to school, it might be becoming a medical doctor, it might be starting a family. There were like different areas. And now now I've got some specifics. It isn't just the blankness. Exactly. But, and you're saying just naming them is going to quiet my mind so I don't feel like I'm swimming in a sea of thousands of alternatives. There are just four that I named, or five. Right, and amazingly enough, four can feel completely overwhelming until you get them down on paper and you see, well, you know, that's actually really four possibilities. Uh, Going into psychology, going back to school for something else, becoming a doctor, or focusing on the family. Right. Right. And once you have that down as to a list of four people, your four possible uh, directions, you can actually now think about each one in turn without the other three bothering you. Interesting. Yeah. This is a very sort of a, a known fact about the way your subconscious works. It's, it's kind of knocking on your door with things that you need to think about. And if you pay attention to it and you write down the things it tells you to worry about, it stops knocking. It stops bothering you. So the thing that I would then recommend is, I think at this point you've solved the blankness problem, you've solved the overload problem, but you have a new problem, which is, in effect, vagueness. So maybe psychology, you need to figure out, well, what exactly about psychology is interesting. Maybe school, that one's very vague. You're not sure exactly what you would want to go to school for. It could be kind of anything. And... uh, Maybe becoming a doctor. Maybe becoming a doctor. So the issue here is when you're, the, whenever you're dealing with ideas and they come out vague, the thing to do is to get more specific. So, for example, if we look at psychology. Now, you actually wound up, of course, going into psychology. Right. But there are a lot of different uh, things that you can do in the, psychologi- in the psychology field. So let's name like eight different things. Eight is maybe too many, but what are things you can do in the field of psychology? And I could do research. I could work with people. I could teach. I could uh, write a book. Uh-huh. I could, uh, well, anything. I could go into business and you do it from a psych- industrial organizational psychology. Right. There are a lot of different applications of the psychological field, and each one of those is going to have a different amount of interest for you. So, uh, so for example, I know that you enjoy teaching, for example. Right. At the time, I wanted to start a family. <laughs> okay. <so this laughs> that is, was the winner. <laughs> now, this is, this is actually very interesting. See, we're kind of going back in time. Right. And, and you actually, once you put down those things, it was clear to you what you wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Right. That's actually something that happens very frequently. Often, once you can concretize what the options are, a lot of times you actually know more about how to make a decision than you thought you did. Okay. So you're... Go ahead. 
go ahead and say what you were going to oh, say. Oh, so if you if I had too many thoughts fl- flooding my mind and I'm bouncing all over the place, I'd be floundering. Yes. If I just draw a blank, then I need to write down on paper. That's what you're telling me. And also if I'm failing, or I have to name some things that I might want to do for a career. If I name too many, then I need to start to delimit them? You need to like, get more specific. Okay. So here's... Here, Yes, I think that actually turning to paper actually helps with all of these problems. There are kind of four problems we've talked about. Going blank, uh, being vague, getting overloaded, and floundering, kind of going from one thing to another. Right. And any one of those will help by writing down. It helps in different ways. So, for example, when you start writing things down, if you think you're blank, you can often ask yourself an easier question. So instead of saying, what do I want to do with my life, which is a hard question, ask yourself, what are some things that it might be possible to do, which is a much easier question. And you can just make a list of those, and it will turn out some of those things you don't want to do, but a few of them will be things that you actually So you can just like tick them off. Listen, what? you can just tick off the ones that you don't want, and then the ones that you do want, you could circle and then focus on those. So you're starting to delimit what you focus on. We're at the end of time, Jim. Can you tell people how they could contact you? If you're a business organization and you're interested in Jean's course on tackling hard thinking with Jean Maroney, how can they contact you? Thank you, Ellen. The best way is through my website, which is www.jeanmaroney.com. That's J-E-A-N-M-O-R-O-N-E-Y.com. And I've taken courses with you. You're wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Ellen. For more Dr. Kenner podcasts, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the Serious Romance Guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Your first reactions to a potential romantic partner need to be accompanied by careful introspection because you may value certain attributes of the person and dislike others or because the person may act inconsistently. You'll want to resolve any contradictory impressions you have and tie all your knowledge together to get a concise, clear picture of their character and personality. Conflicts may also arise within your own psychology, such as indecision about whether you're ready for commitment or concern that this partner may discover your insecurities. Don't wait. Take the time to explore and resolve such personal confusions. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.